Hey, this is Ryan O'Neill from the Danish and O'Neill podcast on the All Things Comedy Network. Did you know that two out of three guys will experience some form of male pattern baldness by the time they're 30 freaking five? Well, the best way to prevent that hair loss is to do something about it while you still have some hair left. Now, you used to have to go to the doctor's office, but now you go to Keeps and you can visit a doctor online and you get hair loss medication delivered right to your door. And they make it easy. They deliver your medication every three months so you can say goodbye to the pharmacy checkout lines and the awkward doctor visits. Also, they use the only two FDA-approved hair loss products out there. And maybe you tried them before, but you've never tried them at this price. Look, these treatments take four to six months to see results, so act fast. The sooner you start, the more hair you'll keep. Now, if you're ready to take these actions and prevent hair loss, go to keeps.com slash ATC and receive your first month of treatment for free. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash A-T-C. Do not adjust what you're playing the podcast on. This is Danish and O'Neill, episode 57. O'Neill just did, I did a, it. That was O'Neil a fucking did a battery record out. battery change. I should be on a NASCAR battery changing crew. I don't know if they have those, but if they uh, do, I one think one day they will. Maybe once, they will. Uh, electric racing becomes the biggest thing in the world. This is episode 57. I'm the Danish. This is O'Neill, 57. Conor McGregor did not go to heaven. Um, we'll get into that. It's uh, too bad, though, on that one. We'll get into that in a little bit. I had someone tw- someone tweeted me some inflammatory. I'm still frazzled, to be honest with you, from that battery change. Yeah, it, it, was, uh, was, on. it was an odd timing. Were all these buttons lit up? I don't want to turn them off. I think they're good. All right. Quick shout out to Patrick in Michigan. He said he's a new listener. Welcome aboard, old Patty Cakes. Buckle up, buddy. I hope you got your seatbelt on. It's going to be a wild ride. And then Raul Hurtado said he's not too what? scared of his last name, the Big Hurt. The soothing sounds of Raul? Uh, he took his buddy's Alex phone. He left us a review on iTunes. So that's how that's how you do it, ladies and that's gentlemen. That's right, dude. That's a terrorist style iTunes reviews. And if you want to, you want to get a shout out. They got to be earned nowadays. This isn't the freeloading's over. They can only be done on iTunes reviews, and they have to be five stars. I mean, there's. I'm looking at my show notes here, and there's just a lot to cover today. 
I mean, I get yeah. To, I don't even think we need notes. Let's just go off the but, cuff. We but, got enough. But there are some weeks where go. I just want to do it all, and I got to realize I got to spread out yeah, the wealth. You got to relax. But I mean, there's just so much to discuss. We there's got no 60 pressure. days in. We got well, 60 days in could take up our whole time. I got a P22 update of the mountain lion. I mean, there's just so much, so it's a little time. By the way, if you have not watched the new season of 60 Days In, pause the podcast right now. And you plan Go watch on, it. Or, I mean, you, we may not be planning on it, or you can't. But if you are planning on it, there will be spoilers given in this episode. I think just go ahead and watch it, and then come on back to the podcast, and uh, you'll, be able to, you'll be able to follow along with our discussion. If you have a Roku, uh, you can download the A&E uh, app, or is that what it's called? Channel, Yeah, it's not hard to for find. For free, and you can get uh, 60 Days In, one of the best shows on TV. And I don't know why more people aren't talking about it. Scotty Maples. Scotty Maples. Sexiest man alive for Scotty People Maples Magazine. Scotty Maples is back. He still has the shaved on the sides. It's, it looks like it's grown in a bit, but he may uh, trim it. I think he, I think he's going to a new barber. Maybe someone <laughs> a little higher level because he knows with the TV fame of season two. What, is, what do his buddies call him? Syrup or Maples or Scotty? Scotty, I think, might be his legal name. It's not even Scott. It's just Scotty. <laughs> They knew Which he was, was great. They knew he, he Scotty. Let's just get right out of get it going on it. I mean he he's taking a, a bigger role on this second season. Yeah. Why wouldn't you make this this guy's great? They know Maples is ratings fucking gold, dude. You know how many we horny want- chicks in Jefferson County, Indiana are throwing themselves at Scotty Maples. I believe he wears a wedding ring, but it must be getting tough on him. With I this bet he's news. wearing the wedding ring to attract more ladies. He wants to get, he wants to f- fill women with that maple syrup. Yeah, he wants it to drip down their side of their leg. I think everyone realizes at A&E that the sheriff, who looks like Bobby Hill from King of the Hill, uh, is not who you want out in front of that camera for a long period of time. He's a charismatic guy, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you only take him in small doses. He went to the Brendan Dassey School of Acting. He's uh, a little stiff. I mean, you know what? But you know what? Somehow he won the, the seat of the chief of police in an election. Sheriff. Or sheriff, whatever we, it is. We, we decided to bring the program back, and uh, once again, I have Scotty Maples here to, 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 to run be, it. To be my front man? Because <laughs> I... I well, I'm not that good in front of the camera. <laughs> Brandon, Scotty, dude, Scotty, I think he's taking some like acting classes because he's really I bringing think he, it. I think he does local theater, like all like sure. all like he like play, a young Nick Diaz. He plays Danny Zuko in Greece. He plays uh, Stanley in Streetcar Named Desire. All yeah. the big male parts are going to Maples. I bet he, I, he probably has. And this is helping, dude. Maples may just move out he's, to California to become an actor. Do you don't think he already has a big agent now? Like Maples. Do you know what we could do with you out here? (laughs) Enough Maples talk. We'll get back to Maples. In the first episode, they introduce us to all the new uh, people who are going to jail willingly for uh, 60 days. Actually, the first episode is two episodes. It was two hours. uh, but It It was was, two different episodes because then they started it over in the middle. It was, what, an hour and 26 total? I mean, now, if you're going to watch it on Roku or Apple TV... Be aware the, the that you are going to watch maybe 30 to 40 commercials. And by 30 to 40, you mean three, 30 to 40 times over yeah. again. I saw the same movie. You're like, Did so you get the milk one? Did you get the milk? I didn't, I, All like, I got was milk. It just kept honest, advertising milk. I keep my computer or something around just to try to like do something else. Oh, you would else. know this milk one. Dude, these things drive me crazy. Oh, really? I think you're in the fight. Not many other people. Dude. I don't know. I don't know who's the marketing guy on any of these Roku or Apple TV because 
Who the fuck just pl- sells the same spot to the same place, just plays it five times in a row? It's just it makes like, no sense. It's just a waste of money. It's called ass rape marketing. They're like, if we shove Something. it in there long enough, eventually oh. it's going to seep in. It's like, <laughs> I feel like I'm being gang raped in my mouth for this stuff. I don't remember a lot of the characters' names. Do you? Still t- a little too new. Mona Lisa. I know her. You got Ryan. Uh, uh, Sherry. Ryan. <laughs> You got uh, the big uh, black guy. Yeah. The young black guy. You got Ashlyn, which is Zach's from season one's wife, who's now in there, who should not be in there, by the way. And then you have a lawyer, and then you have uh, a guy oh, whose brother's incarcerated. Who's the lawyer? I, I remember know. his name because he's like, I'm a. If, if they Google me and they see that I'm not an uh, insurance agent in Indiana. That might get suspicious. So like in last season, uh, instead of last season, they had a big muscular guy uh, giving them the, the rules, the do's and don'ts. Yeah. But this time, Maples is like, hey, I'll take that job. He's like, I'll save on the budget because nobody listened last year anyway. So what the fuck did it matter? So they bring him in. And Maples is making up their cover stories real willy-nilly. He's like, yeah, let's just change that. <laughs> like, he, like Dude, we're putting no Maples thought into it. Maples is a fucking pro. <laughs> you guess. don't think this guy can make up a cover story on the spot? <laughs> Not really. <laughs> Dude, he's been... I also know that he's been taking Second City improv classes. Really? So that he can come up with cover stories for you <laughs> right on the spot. <laughs> well, just like last season, some of his cover stories got their <laughs> holes poked in How pretty quickly. You. How dare you? Some of them are a little too elaborate. Like... But also, he overthinks them. No, I, I I blame the cover stories a lot of times on the people that have to tell them because the guy that got his blown right away, he was this kind of he's the uh, he was arrogant Robert. He's the Robert of this season, not as bad as Robert, but he's very arrogant, and he, I think he has autism. He thinks he's a genius. He, I, he's slightly autistic. Kept talking about how intelligent he was, but said he has low emotional intelligence. He's got he's a, he's very Aspergery, and uh, he was a he claims he's tough. He's only five seven. Maples called him a small guy. Said he may run into trouble. Man, Maples is really throwing his weight. You're too small guy there. He's like, you better be careful in there. You're coming off kind of arrogant and a little too intelligent. You may want to dumb it down. On there, <laughs> he said propensity, and Maple's mind was blown. Like he had just heard a word he'd never encountered before in his no, life. No, dude, Maple's was trying to save the guy's life. I think when it comes to a cover stories, Maple should remember the old saying: "Kiss, keep it simple, Scotty," and just, uh, <laughs> just like just one thing. Hey, I got a ticket, and here I am. No, but you need more than that. No, but he's like... Wait, his story was... It was like, hey, I got pulled over and I had a warrant because I was making... Uh, fake I, IDs. Fake checks and fake IDs. And these guys Simple were like... Simple fucking... That is... Keep it simple. But these guys were like, why is he making fake IDs if he's in the military? I bet he gets money from the military. Well, I think Scotty Maples should go with kiss him. <laughs> Keep it simple, Scotty Maples. <laughs> Dude, that's about as simple as it gets. It was a tra- simple traffic stop. And then, uh, bang! I was I was doing uh, check fraud. So they're all the, the lady who drew our the, ire. Well, the big well, the big problem with the guy that got busted is his his ego got a hold of him. He wanted to throw out his military record and the fact that he went to college for four years. Not to mention, he looked like no guy who I think's ever been in this jail. He's tiny. He was clean shaven. Even the tiny, there's other tiny guys in there. But he didn't. But he didn't he, have a look of a hardened guy. He looked like a real pussy. He sat in the corner. My thing was, I didn't even think he looked like a pussy to me. To me, he just came off as like a guy who thought he was better than everybody in there. But dude, these guys can smell—they can smell their own, and they smelled out that this guy didn't have what it takes. He seemed well. He just seemed like a cop. He seemed like he—he he was in there, but he, that's to p- snoop on people. And part of that is not—he didn't have the look. 
Yeah, but I mean, he could have been just a simple. I mean, but what like about Zach, the first guy Zach in jail? Zach last season had a look of like, okay, maybe this guy. Well, yeah, don't fuck with me. But he, then Jeff went in there, the guy from last season that. But he didn't up, have the look, and they. Sniffed. No, I know, but he also didn't get called out right away. Like this Ryan guy's getting no, called out the, as a plant. Remember he wore the Michael Jackson shoes, and like, what's this guy doing? Yeah, but nobody thought he was a fucking plant. This guy may they get, thought he was a child molester. This guy but may they, get killed. <laughs> Meanwhile, there's a guy who's a lawyer for, against prison guards, corrupt prison guards, and yeah. he may get raped. Right away, two guys come up to him and start stroking his arms. And then there's a clip from next week, and the guy comes out with his dick hanging out, <laughs> and just sho- wearing shoes. High and tops. And he's like, hey, man, how you doing? And then other people are going, this guy thinks he might get raped. There's a chick on this show named Mona Lisa. It was so annoying. Her daughter uh, got incarcerated. It was for... Are you sure that's what it was for armed? I'm pretty sure it was armed robbery. Okay. And she said she was a drug addict and that she was on the dean's list and didn't deserve to be put away for so long. She hates cops openly. She admits hates it. Prison hates guards, the whole uh, hates justice system. And I, I mean, I get where she's coming from. Her daughter got... They did one of those mandatory minimums where she got 10 years for it, which is a lot. I agree with that. But at the same time, your daughter committed a fucking crime. Don't act like it didn't happen. And then she threw out, but she was on the dean's list. Ooh. She shouldn't have to go to jail. Fuck you. Are you kidding me? <laughs> wait, wait a second, officer. She got good grades. Let's overturn this. Also, I think a lot of our animosity uh, towards her comes because she is a rival podcaster. She is. She does have a podcast about uh, parents of incarcerated uh, <laughs> sons and daughters. And uh, she was super annoying, very entitled from the minute she got in there, giving yeah. all the guards lip and flack. She uh, was complaining about the sanitary conditions in the bathroom in one of the holding cells she was in. And here's my thing. It's not up to the fucking prison to clean it. It's up to the people that use it to fucking clean it. It's not the fucking jail's problem if it's filthy. Blame the inmates because they're the ones that live like fucking animals. And Maple said she better tone down her tood towards the guards or she's yeah. going to blow that cover. She's going to yeah. He's gonna blow then there's up. another woman, Sherry, who claims she's a prison guard, and then she gets Dude, in there, she's completely blown away. Does she answer phones at the prison? Because she goes, oh my God, I can't believe how bad it is in here. I've never seen anything so filthy and disgusting, and the living conditions. If you're a fucking correctional officer, this is your, you see this every day. Well, then she goes to make a call, and you, they give you a pin code, and for some odd reason, she keeps the pin code in her titties. And she's rooting around in her bra Dude, for like five yeah. minutes. How did she not find that? How did <laughs> well, she, get she does have huge old yeah. beefers. She, she got big old beef cannons, but I don't know if the beef cannons. <laughs> I think bo- it may have fallen out at some point in her cell. But so every woman in this cell, they're all a lot of them are drug addicts, and they're like she's hiding drugs in her bra. <laughs> they corner her. Her roommate doesn't make it better because she claims she's hiding the drugs in the cell, and everyone claims it's heroin. So then big old Brenda, the fucking pod boss, says, I want to talk to you. They go behind the curtain, and Maple says, you never go behind the curtain because you can't see (laughs) what's going on back there. There's no Wizard of Oz back there. And so then uh, uh, they called it uh, next week. You hear fisticuffs because Sherry says, my roommate told me you guys were going to beat me up. And then you just hear someone getting pummeled. She had titty powder in there. People wanted a snort of it. And then the craziest thing of the whole oh, episode is oh, Zach's girl wife. Before you, I think one of the craziest thing is Sherry's roommate was talking about how she would heat crystal meth up, yep. then snort the fucking fumes, and then exhale 
exhale the smoke. What was it called? It was called like fireballing or fastballing or smokeballing or something. It was something crazy, and she's like, "Oh, it's great." She, I, I, I ruined a lot of my brain. She goes, I've done a lot of permanent damage, but it's 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 it's, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Zach's girlfriend, our wife. Yeah. Wasn't featured a lot. I think she'll be more on the next episode. The young black guy wasn't featured a lot. Well, that's because sometimes they do the yeah. second release. The older of, black guy wasn't really featured yeah. a lot. They do a second release of, of in, animals into, into the, the wild, into the, into the imprisonment. Yeah. And so Zach's wife, in a preview for next episode, these women keep being like, because she's a good looking lady, I think better. Because Maple goes, she doesn't look like a typical... Inmate, yeah. and, it's, he's and Maples she's the whole hot. time is checking out those beefers. <laughs> like she's got big old beefers that are hanging out. Maples put a special camera in her bathroom. Yeah, <laughs> just to in make the sh- in the toilet. <laughs> Turns out Maples is into duty porn. <laughs> oh yeah, and then he shows it to the sheriff. That's pretty good, Scotty. <laughs> you going anywhere with diarrhea? Oh, Jesus. Brandon, are you watching 60 Days in or not? I uh, lived it, man. I, I don't know. I don't know. watch WrestleMania. <laughs> it's too close to home. SummerSlam was this weekend. Oh. I don't know. You think he still thinks he's in high school? I didn't know he was been in jail for 17 years. <laughs> so he's in his 30s? I think, because I heard a thing on it. They're like, why the fuck did this kid supposedly is now exonerated. Why is it to wait thir- three more months? Hey, same question I had last week. But I don't know. Let me ask him now. Uh, are you excited to get out? I don't know. Is the Bushman excited that you're getting out? Well, who's the Bushman? Either know him or you don't, Brandon. <laughs> so Zach's girlfriend, these ladies are really Zach's taking a sh- wife. wife, I'm sorry. Yeah. And For- the mother of his child. Newborn, sh- by the way, who she left. Yeah, we should first give the... So she is a terrible drug and alcohol problem. Bush, do you agree with that? Of course. All right, well, he does. <laughs> so she has a terrible drug alcohol problem that she's had for years, which almost killed her. She's been sober for four years. Of course. Well, Bush agrees with that. <laughs> and now... <laughs> Zach was just gone for 60 days. They're back together for 10 days with a newborn baby. And now she has to go in there. This is the most fucked up family ever. Why wouldn't you say, dude, who's titty feeding this baby? Well, then tell Zach is now. But what uh, you, you found out. He did some boobies when he came out of there. <laughs> he did have some boobies when he got he out of there. He's eating that ramen. Top ramen. I don't know if titty feeding is the proper nomenclature. It is. <laughs> Definitely. If you're a new mother out there, as Kate is, who listens, uh, she oh, knows. Kate. It's called titty feeding, TFing. Yeah. Uh, tell the, the listeners what you found out about Zach's wife, what happened after. Oh, so Zach evidently lost his job. He got a law enforcement job when he got out. Congratulations. And he lost it because, and I can't find out exactly what happened, but it just said that his wife... Uh, there was a misfire of his weapon, a discharge of his weapon by his wife, and he got fucking shit cans. How does that happen? An accidental no in quotes? Come on. Dude, I think she lost her mind and fucking pulled the trigger. I think, because right, because this must have happened after she got out, because this is all taking place in within four months of each other. And there was tension. And this was 2015, I think, in bleeding into the beginning of 2016. And they tease tension during her stay on yeah. the show. She says, I hate you, and slams down the phone. Maybe she even says, when you get a job in law enforcement, <laughs> I'm going to discharge your weapon and get you fired. As the sheriff, it should be my job to report that, but uh, <laughs> I, had, I was watching the show with Scotty, and I didn't did not see that footage. <laughs> what was it called? We were Scott. watching an old Deuce of Hazard. Scotty said that he was on it as a child. Scotty. As an actor. <laughs> 
<laughs> he was Enos's son. <laughs> so to get back to this thought, is Zach's wife. These women are so attracted to her. And they only showed a snippet of this, but I was fascinated. It was, it was they love good. her. And one lady's like, let me see that ass. And this lady pulls down her <laughs> pants. First of all, she's wearing booty shorts, which when you go into prison, the last thing you want to be wearing is booty shorts. What was odd is that she was so flattered and you could tell, like the attention. Yeah. Who pulls down the pants when these women, <laughs> the woman goes, you fuck women? They clearly want you. It's not like, hey, let's hang out. And just like, oh, they're just being friendly. <laughs> and she, and then, then they showed it again. Another part of the episode was, let me see that ass one more time. She does it, and there's like a little jiggle where you yeah. go below the cheeks and M- give a little raise. Make it clap, almost. Yeah, raise the cheeks. But, dude, she's wearing like, she's wearing sexy underwear. <laughs> I would be wearing shit-stained tighty whities <laughs> Just to be like, stay away. Yeah. Dude, she literally I got... I don't think I'd wipe in prison. Just to oh, make it harder. I would just break it off with my hand and uh-huh. then just walk out. What, with the duty in your hand? Yeah. <laughs> and spear somebody if they came Just rub it, it on your face so you get locked up in the mental yeah. ward? I'm like, yeah, it's sunscreen. <laughs> Dude, we're one episode away from these women asking her to spread those cheeks. She may be giving lap dances. I hope she does. I mean, it's going to be exciting. We don't encourage women to give lap dances for extra tater tots, but Zach's wife's found a loophole here. <laughs> Well, Scotty, you should just let her spread those cheeks. Scotty Maples might be loving it. Oh. I think that there's a divorce in Zach's future, and Scotty oh, Maples ends up really? boning her. Yeah, Wow. I, Maples. Dude, I think Maples is boning a lot of these women in the jail, <laughs> allegedly. allegedly. This is just my own personal theory. Dude, we got to get a, a Maples on the show, because he's a big... If you tweet at him, he yeah. favorites it right away. Dude, we've brought a lot of people to the show. Well, they owe us money. We've said it before. <laughs> I'll take a Maples... A one-on-one ride-along with Maples. I'll take a Maples bar. <laughs> what, you, what is that? He calls his dick. Scotty, you're, 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 Scotty's now the sheriff. I'm out of a job. I should have seen it coming. He had ambition. The best thing is Maples, he retweets all this, but he doesn't realize what we're saying about him. Oh, he has no idea. <laughs> a lot of it's flattering. I call him a hunk on you're, a regular basis. You're a big fan. I think this guy's great. I think he's got a bright future in, in that industry of putting people behind bars that are innocent for 60 days. <laughs> By the way, another thing, and then we'll move on. Is it always bothers me when these people go to this jail uh, to a man? First of all, what do you mean by these people? These people, <laughs> okay, all of them on the show. They're all every one of them's like, "Wow, this isn't as great as I thought it would be." <laughs> You're going to a fucking <laughs> jail, <laughs> man. Hey, hey, I thought I thought it was going to be cooler, dude. They've been making shows about prisons for fifty years, and every one of them is a fucking nightmare. Since I was four years old, I think I knew jails were a place that you yeah. didn't want to go. You don't want to go there at all. Not Never. for a night, not for three nights, not for a million nights. <laughs> what is nights. this, a Dr. Seuss book? <laughs> yeah, not on a boat, not on a fucking... Not on a I don't want to go to prison. I wouldn't do it on a train. <laughs> not, I wouldn't do it on a plane. Not on a fucking... I wouldn't do it on a boat. I wouldn't do it while wearing a coat. No, I wouldn't spread my cheeks for those women. <laughs> I wouldn't spread my cheeks for weeks. <laughs> <laughs> no, and the, every one of them is like, wow, this isn't really... Like, what did they tell you? Going to hedonism on a yeah. vacation? It, you're going Dude, to jail. Why doesn't Ari do something like this? Uh, Ari should... I'm Ari Shafir. Oh, they would love his his ass pussy. They're like, this feels better than a regular pussy. They're going to recognize me? I have a very distinct look. Uh, Okay. Here we go. Some of these guys are 
TSA agents. Do you guys want to hear some new stand-up material? <laughs> he would be great in there. He would get destroyed. Day yeah, how one. you doing? My name is Andrew Clayberg. <laughs> I'm here to do what, jail time. <laughs> what are you in here for, Andrew? Yeah, I was wearing these gloves and apparently wearing fingerless gloves in the summer. It's illegal. <laughs> <laughs> that so, sounds so, a little suspicious. So like, I think it adds up, man. I like this guy. <laughs> this He's guy's, wearing a leather jacket. This guy's not a plant. How could this guy be a plant? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, how you guys doing? Uh, I don't need a cover story. I can just make stuff up on my own. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're going off the cuff wheels. All right. <laughs> yeah, I'm in here for, uh, I took an 18-wheeler, jumped it off, uh, or took it on a roller coaster. <laughs> <laughs> I drove it on a roller coaster and destroyed a wooden, uh, whole wooden roller coaster track. Oh, yeah. yeah that. Well, oh, that's okay. That's adding up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was Disneyland. No one heard about it, though. It, it, don't tell anyone. Yeah, what's up, motherfuckers? It's me. It's uh, fucking Nicholas uh, Diaz. Uh, fucking in here for fucking just stealing pontooners, dog, and fucking selling them. Oh, look at that ass. Why don't you spread those cheeks? Motherfucker, I would kill you right now. <laughs> I'm a new fucking pod boss, motherfucker. I BGS, I mean, I know a guy who BGS fucking pee. They should convince like an aspiring MMA guy to go in there great. just to watch how crazy he goes. The By young, the way, they the young black kid. They foreshadowed yeah. a bad temper, and he does seem to know some He's fighting. He's Jack, too, and he grew up in the streets of Detroit, and his fucking cousin was like shot. Well, then the, the cop, the older black cop, the big guy, who was so big, they had to give him the double cuffs connected. Yeah. He may Big old ham hocks. And he's uh, he's a former law enforcement. He may have some problems. He's also a fucking psycho. He didn't blink once in any of his interviews. He just he, stares at the camera. Here's how he talks. I put a uh, thousand people in, in prison. <laughs> That's a lot of people. That's a long career. <laughs> just like just staring straight at Never smiled. Never said he, anything. That guy's deranged. He, may, he's a, I think he's a serial killer. You may say, hey, can you guys just keep me in here? I know I didn't do anything. Can you give me some more fake charges? I think he's the first black serial killer. He's going through a divorce. There, no, the black serial killer member in D.C., the sniper. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's going through a divorce, too, right now, which is not... He, he seems so psychotic. But don't worry. He's got dogs who he says are his best friends. That's what worries me. <laughs> he's like, this one I like. Uh, like it when it licks my testicles after a long... So let's, uh, let's move on. The other night, uh, my late... Lady friends. Whoa, breaking news. <laughs> invited me to uh this. Does she like, listen to the show? She may sometimes. I want to give her a shout out. <laughs> What's up, Sally? Yeah, come on. That's so, not... Sally, that girl. So, 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 that, that girl. Uh she invited me to uh a night at the museum, Ben Stiller <laughs> Sorry, style. I dropped my mic. Yeah. She invited me to a night at the museum, Ben Stiller style, with this lady friend of hers. Is it like hers. a sleepover? No, it was just like, I'll tell you what it was in a second. A lady friend of hers and the dude, uh, which is always a little, <laughs> The dude? Her well, dude. Okay. Which is always, you know, you're thrown in with this guy, you don't really, but anyway, it was fine. But, it's um, good. I think it's good for you. Yeah, it's good socialization. Yeah. I never had been to that museum, the National uh, Museum of History, I think it was. Was it, uh, yeah. So the it was like, the dinosaurs. Yeah. And it wouldn't have been uh, good museum. If you'd run down these activities with me, it wouldn't have been my first choice to go to see. But it was an interesting night. Uh, they had you could do tie dyeing, but uh, it was a lot of kids there. It was a lot of pa young parents with perfect. kids. It's perfect for you. Yeah, great for me. You can check them out. Yeah, everything's cool. <laughs> yeah, it was cool. Uh, the tie dyeing was sold out, so we couldn't tie -dye do that. Was sold out. It was done, dude. What? Every, it was full. Man, you know that's the one thing I hate about living in a big city. Like you go anywhere else, the tie dye stations open all oh, night long. This one was done, dude. That's bullshit. So then uh, they had a puppet show, which I did not catch, but the people were dressed like 1920s flappers. It looked very creepy. 
Wait, the puppets or the people, the people putting it on? People doing but you can't it. even see them. I think you could. I don't know what the hell it was. Weird. I didn't see it. Uh, then there was like some music. There were some food trucks. And the thing that really caught my eye was there was a whole area dedicated to the infamous mountain lion that you were hunting, <laughs> P-22. Yeah, Los Angeles, Griffith Park, Griffith Park's own P-22. The Griffith Park celebrity. And so we, when we got thrown out of the uh, tie-dying... Wait, thrown out? Well, they just said, hey, no... <laughs> you no. bust in? There you go, hey, I'm We kidding. were in a line, <laughs> and they said no more, and some lady came behind, really? Oh, my God, I want to do the tie-dye. That's crazy. So what'd you, did you guys go to the guess how big this dinosaur's dick was? I brought my tidy-whities to tie-dye. I was going <laughs> to take great. them off. <laughs> sure, that'd be great. Just put some tie-dye fucking... They're called wearable. tie-dye white-eyes. <laughs> You should do those. Uh, no, this was all outside, eye, by the way. Whiteys. This was not in the museum. This is after hours. This is all outside the museum. Like, oh. there's, like, there's like gardens and shit. They had uh, plant-inspired like, drinks. Hey, don't walk too far off the campus. It's a lot of riffraff around there. Is it? Oh, yeah. It's yeah. right in downtown, uh, right near USC. Yeah, it's like on the USC campus. So uh, I go to the P... I literally walk right into the P-22 discussions about to start... I say, I need to go to this. Was it, it wasn't sold out? It's just on these front stairs of the museum. This guy with a shitty... Uh, was he like, here he, here he. P-22. No, it was this guy, uh, a Latin gentleman. He was, a, I believe, a scientist of some sorts. Latin scientist? Yeah. A trailblazer. Yeah. And he had uh, the Janet Jackson cordless mic that we, we were the, the speaker on the belt. Oh, I like Didn't really it. even sound like it was on. And there was only like 20 people. He really could have just gone a cappella. <laughs> So then he goes to turn on his computer. Uh, it's attached to a TV to get his slideshow going, and he's really having technical difficulties. Starts sweating, trying to get it going. He's like, oh, it's a lot of pressure, man. You got 20 people. You got your headset on, and you got your speaker belt on. So this guy, it turns out, is one of the guys who discovered there was a mountain lion in Griffith Park, and he was responsible for... How did he discover it? I forget how they was found Was he out. hunting for it? No. Because I have a feeling the residents that live there discovered it think, long before. Well, I think somebody spotted it, and then he t- he f- caught it and tagged it, and then named it P-22. How did he do it? A helicopter? I don't know how he did it. He didn't really say Maybe he baited it. He did have pictures, though, the night it was tagged. He showed it unconscious, and he was uh, humping it from behind as a joke. <laughs> was he like put, is he putting the, the dick by his face with his He put the out? tail between his legs like uh, a dick. <laughs> he probably... Probably did. So here's what I gathered. I got home and I took copious notes. I think I remembered almost the whole fucking lecture. Uh, a male mountain lion needs 200 miles of space on its own. Yeah. No, yeah. And, and no other rival males in that space because it'll kill it. Yeah. It'll kill its own young and it could possibly kill a mate. And he's only got 4,000 acres. That's why people are worried he's, he's trapped. So this one in Griffith Park, he's got eight miles. That's yeah. it. It's crazy. So when they become mature... Well, the reason they say that he came over here was to get away from another they mountain lion. So t- they say when they mature, the option is you fight the big male in your area or you got to leave. So this guy's... Go, ultimately, this guy is, is a, a pussy. pussy. Yeah. yeah, he's a total pussy. Yeah, you're fighting a pussy. Yeah. yeah. That's why I, I know I can kill him. Yeah. So P-22's father is the first marked mountain lion in the area, P-1. But what, where? In what part of the area? Santa Monica Mountains. Okay. Uh, Which also is not 200 miles of mountains. Yeah, probably not. 
So uh, this the speaker tried to pawn the the infamous koala attack that a lot of people think P twenty two did. Dude, this guy he tried is. to pawn it off on a bobcat. No, okay, dude, fuck you, <laughs> fuck this guy. What's this guy's name? I I, I don't know. His no name. bobcats in there taking down koala. Koala is a decent sized animal. Bobcat is not that fucking big. There's not a bobcat climbing over there. That was the goddamn cougar. By the way. This koala, they said, like to spend a lot of time on the ground. And guess what? Cost okay, it? blame it. What this, is it? This is rape culture. He also, You're blaming he also the blamed fucking... the weak fencing around yeah, the zoo. Okay, so well, I, I guess the koala shouldn't have been wearing what he was wearing, and he wouldn't have gotten fucking violated like that. Nope. This guy's trying to cover <laughs> it up, dude. Oh, I'm sorry. The koala in its enclosure, where it's supposed to be, spent too much time on the ground, and that's why I got killed. Fuck you. Are you a koala rightsman, and you're trying to right around? I just don't like when a guy says, you know, it is the classic. He shouldn't. She shouldn't have been wearing that. That's bullshit. So the guy who was with uh, the lady I was with, lady... He asked the question at the end. He said, you guys said you can check their collars for the location. Can't you just check the collar <laughs> yeah, to see did, if this one did kill that this, koala? Yeah, what did he, he say? He said they only download every now and again. Oh, you lying <laughs> sack of fucking shit. Dude, you're going to tell me with today's technology that you can't find out where that thing is at every second of the day? He played stupid, yeah, dude. He sure, sure did. He, there's, a, there's a murderer out there on those hills behind my house. And it is killing innocent victims. Koalas. So they set up a ton of cameras up there because they wanted to do research on this thing to really see what's going on. Oh, wait, on. where are the cameras, by They're the way? They're all over trees, by the way. Shut up. They are. I God swear to God. Because I, dude, I They piss. were showing footage and I was dying to see oh, you walk God. by. Dude, I do. I walk everywhere in there. Dude, I piss out in the open. Sometimes I'll take s- a dump off the side of the mountain. I would die laughing if that were true and they caught it. Where the fuck are they? They're everywhere. There's a lot. Dude, fuck. I can't even go to Grimm Park now because I got to worry about being fucking videotaped. Fuck you. I was going to go up there and fuck later. Well, I wouldn't do it. Jesus See, Christ. this guy's like the maples. He's watching the footage. Yeah, he's definitely watching the footage. So they want uh, a hiker. It's they a sit- fucking bunch of cunts. That, you know what? You can't t- Now you can't even go to a fucking forest without being videotaped. Fuck you, world. Fuck you, technology. <laughs> Who gives a fuck what this mountain lion's doing? That was my thing. Is like, why does why is it so concerning? Because this guy's a fucking pervert. He's a mountain lion pervert. He's jerking off to the footage. Allegedly, he, he said a hiker. They said saw on film once walked by within five feet of this motherfucker just <laughs> laying in wait in the fucking bushes. I swear to God, dude. Dude, it could have been you. Yeah, you mocked me, and I, you remember when I said I heard I've heard things stalking me. Every step you take, <laughs> every move you make. I'm the mountain lion, O'Neal. I'm gonna kill you. That, I think that is uh, Sting's. It's his other version of it. Do you think you it's the were alternative that version? I do think. Dude, I'm telling you. There, By the way, there's been a few times, and also, oh, and so it eats deer. Correct. That's it, what. That's, that's all its, it eats up there. That's its main diet. So, Not all, but that's its main food. Do you remember source. the night I told you that I ran into all those deer, and I was just while I was within. Three feet of them, well, and they, you, you were out at the club. <laughs> yeah, when I was out at the club. There's all those deer, and that's literally when I heard. You that wear, was when I sensed something was you, was about. You wear antlers, right? When you go up there, yeah, when I wear deer antler you, spray, and you walk on all fours. <laughs> yeah, I wear my fur. I wear my deer fur coat. So at the end, I asked the question. Uh, I said, "My friend goes hiking Griffith Park a lot at night." 
Uh, what are his percent chance of seeing it? And should he be worried? Uh, it, well, your chances are low. It's only been spotted five times in the four years it's yeah, been up there. Who goes, who, but who goes night hiking? It, but they, no, but one of them also was spotted. Like It went under somebody's house. Yeah, that was a big story. So you know who saw that? Everybody saw that. It was under somebody's fucking house. They said one guy uh, came home. He was in the hills. Sees it both in front of his car. C-A-M or C-U-M? Both. And he had uh, opened up his gate because this guy's a fancy, living fancy at a gate. It oh, runs into his driveway. He got out of his car to open no, up his but, gate. No, like he from his car. Oh, from his car. Okay. And it wouldn't leave. And then, then he like he's like trying to get it out of like honking his horn and shit. And then he sees it just jump over a seven foot fence without touching it. Oh man, dude, I love it. <laughs> I love it, dude. I know that this thing was a, was near me. By the way, it. also he says it's rare to see it. Yeah, but also nobody goes hiking off the trail in the fucking <laughs> middle of the night. Well, you could Just, be you could be the sixth man in four years. Well, I'm ready for that. Yeah, well, guess what? I'll be the last man to see it. Here's what alive. You, here's what you need to listen to because the sound I just played is not an accurate sound. I don't know if this is all mountain lions or just this one. Okay. It makes sounds like a bird. He played special no. audio. It chirps. I Did swear you to record God. it? It's not allowed to roar. It, no, not, not, not allowed. It can't <laughs> what roar. Is he <laughs> is there a shock collar on no, it? No, it, uh, it can't roar. What's that? It sounds like a bird. I swear to God. No, but what's that? Then where's the big? Is that a panther? Or something? I looked up mountain lion, but I, maybe this maybe one. That's, oh, that could be a jaguar. jaguar. Maybe this one stunted. No, jaguars. I think uh, do the so do dude. That. If you hear something that sounds like a bird, let me the, hear it. I don't have it. It, it was he, he can played. You, can you play? Can you find real mountain lion sound? It was exclusive audio. The guy plays. Dude, us. now I'm not, who knows? Sometimes I do hear birds. It, well, you're hearing the mountain lion, dude. It's trying to fuck you. I don't think it's going to try to fuck me. <laughs> Did you ask him what size knife uh, is the best to penetrate its rib cage or its neck? Uh, here's a whistling mountain lion. What? Oh. Did you hear that? Yeah, I've heard Very that. faint. Yeah. It's a very faint chirp. It's like, meh. Yeah, it's like meh. a baby bird. Dude, I think I've heard that. <laughs> I do. Now you're going to be hallucinating. <laughs> Dude, I'm going back up there. I might go tonight because I have to run still. So uh, some more facts. It got mange because it eats animals that have eaten rat poison. It totally of, eats deer. But I think, the, but like they showed the kind of circle of life. Like oh, the deer okay. eats the grass. The rats have run, you know, like. Yeah. So the rat poison, it, they showed the picture. It looked all jacked up when it had the mange all fucked so up. So how did it get healthy? Uh, I think it like eventually gets out of the system or something. I don't know. Uh, one deer, this thing takes two weeks to eat one deer. So if it kills you, it's going to take a while to eat. You. Two weeks? Yeah. Oh, so I, you, I should be able to smell that rotting carcass. It also eats raccoons. Uh, you know what I think? I'm, I'm thinking about doing next time I go hiking is killing a deer and then wearing its dead carcass. That would work. <laughs> or just laying because it said it like buries it under leaves to like hide it from other shit. So oh, maybe you could do that. Weird. They said uh, they're trying to make a bridge over a highway in Agora Hills for over $50 million. Yeah, that's... So these shitty mountain lions why can you go just, to different habitats. Why don't you just tranquilize it and throw it into the fucking another forest instead Some, of $50 million? Someone asked that, and he said, because uh, we don't know why it went here. Maybe it was to escape another male. We could bring it somewhere else, and it could get killed by a big oh male. Oh, my God. They're protecting this pussy. It's become a celebrity. There's a P-22 day coming up in L.A. I you think don't like have in to a couple tell of me. weeks, dude. Dude, I live, I've lived in that area for 10 years, and there's fucking signs 
in Griffith Park all about this fucking mountain lion. Yeah, how it have been forever. Someone wrote a book about this, and if you buy the book, is it a children's book? No, it was a real book. Some or all of the proceeds go to this bridge project. Which what, dude? How much have they like, raised? Fifteen hundred dollars? Nobody cares. Nobody cares. And like I said, the mayor fifty million dollars for a fucking bridge. Do you know what that bridge is going to look like? It's over a highway. Yeah, over many highways. Yeah. It's going to be a ton of fucking highways. <laughs> There's no way. A fucking $50 million bridge. My thing is... For is, one goddamn mountain lion. Plus, to live in a city. Like, who cares? Yeah, it doesn't... <laughs> Not to sound callous, but I mean, who cares? <laughs> yeah. Do you know how many people's lives you could save for $50 million? What's the life expectancy on this thing? Probably only got another few years left in him. Maybe this guy does want to fuck it because he really wants to save it. <laughs> I felt weird because everyone there a, was pro uh, P-22 and I knew that your whole goal was to kill it. <laughs> and you? so I felt kind of odd because I was just there to get information to, <laughs> to help you. To help me kill it. And he says if you... What if they find out? What if he sees you? He spits in your, <laughs> fa- your, your face this If you time. kill it, you better like put the teeth, rub your arm through the teeth like you were attacked. <laughs> no, dude. I'm wearing it on my shoulder. I'm going to carry it to the gas station down at the bottom of Vermont. And just throw it on the ground? Yeah, and say, somebody call the cops. <laughs> or take the collar and like put it somewhere else. Dude, I would bury the carcass and would take the tail as my belt. Next time you see me, I got the tail. <laughs> Wrap it around your head like Rambo. <laughs> you have to wrap like multiple times. That's a big tail. Or maybe it could be a turban tail, a tail turban. Or you could be that could you could make that into the whipping. You could make it into That's like true. leather and whip people on the whipping post. I definitely am going to use its penis as a make it into a staff. I'm going to let it calcify, and then I'm going to. I thought you'd use it as a coffee stirrer. I hope it's longer than that. I don't know how big it is. Have you seen the bull penis staffs? I wanted to ask. Have you seen the petrified bull penises? I've only seen ones that aren't scared. hi <laughs> <laughs> So you use them as walking sticks. They sell them in, in like shitty magazines in the Midwest. Sharper image? Oh, you're not getting a bull penis staff out of a sharper image? <laughs> uh... I wanted to ask why it's not fucking, because there's no mates up there for it, dude. This thing's asexual. But some woman said, why isn't it mating? And you said, they don't know. They don't understand why. Wait, why isn't it mating? Yeah. Yeah, because there's nothing up there. No, but they're like, why wouldn't it want a female in the area? Like, uh, Because probably too scared. Probably almost got killed crossing the highway. And they say a lot like, of these things that. die on the 405, which I can only imagine. I like how it's a lot of them. I've never heard of one dying on the, imagine side, hitting, on the 405. Imagine hitting something. Those are, they're big. Yeah, like a hundred pound fucking be, cat. Be crazy hitting a fucking mountain lion with your car. <laughs> it would do damage. I would stay in the car because what you, if it's not dead? Would you get out and get that tail? Would that be pleasing? Yeah, I would or no? throw it in the back of my car. <laughs> and then you know what I'd do? I'd take the dead carcass and see if that thing wanted to fuck it. Maybe it's a fucking necrophilia. Or you could wear it and play the chirping sounds and try to draw it out. Yeah, so that it can come fuck the dead cougar. I'm going to start doing that. Like a, it, that thing's probably so horny. It's like, is that? I don't care if it's a dude. I'm going to fuck the shit out of that mountain lion. Oh, and the guy said, if you are to encounter it, don't bend down under any circumstances. <laughs> I told you what I'm doing. Don't show it your ass. I'm spreading my cheeks and say, this is the last asshole you're going to see. <laughs> no, they said uh, the reason not to bend down is because you resemble their prey, deer, and whatever else. Uh, he said, if you have a child with you, and if it's safe enough oh. to do, put the child on your shoulders to make yourself bigger. What I'm, the fuck? Uh, Who does that? I'm, well, I'm going to bring my niece or nephew from now on at <laughs> two in the morning and put them on my shoulders. You may want to get on stilts. <laughs> I should bring stilts with me? <laughs> to get taller. Maybe. 
I might bring like uh, or maybe bring like Matumbo or somebody who's like real tall with you. Yeah, I might get two friends. We might ride on each other's shoulders. Like or maybe me cartoon. and you get a trench coat and we'll start walking like like kids in cartoons, like, like on, a I'll little be, rascals. I'll be on your shoulders. <laughs> he said to open up your clothes. All the stuff we know. Open your clothes. Whip your dick yeah. out. Spray it. See if you can jerk off before it kills you. Yeah, because <laughs> if you do, it has to stop. Let it smell your balls. <laughs> So there you go, dude. There's your P22 info if you uh, do what you want I'd, with it. There's, yeah. a, there's a new one called P90X, I guess. It's obsessed with fitness. <laughs> it's super jacked. <laughs> By the way, they show all these signs like save the cougars in LA, all these hashtags, and all you think of is like, like old sexy women. <laughs> old. They're not even old. You realize like we're older than cougars are now. Cougars are like women in their 30s. That was a sad day for me when I was watching uh, MILF porn. The lady was way younger than well, me. Well, you can't go by that. MILF porn is now like, if you're 25 in porn, you're a, you're a MILF. But then I was watching granny porn, and I was like 15 years older than the grandmother. <laughs> okay. I wouldn't doubt it, no. We know an old granny porn star. Hey, she it's was, me, Blue Iris, she from was, the comedy uh, store. I'm up here in heaven with uh, Ron Jeremy. Ron Jeremy's alive. <laughs> oh, I guess it's not him then. Somebody told me it was Ron Jeremy. <laughs> hey, I found your book. Remember the book I threw away that you gave me? That you said you wanted Dean me to... Dean Gelber gave O'Neill. The old manager at the comedy store. No, Dean. she gave it oh, to me. Oh, she gave it to you. Oh, oh, she said, I know you and Jeff are like to write. Here's a book that I think is, needs to be adapted with uh, Robert De Niro. No, no. She said Martin Scorsese wants to direct. <laughs> and I go, well, then you've come to the right guy. A guy working the phones at the comedy store <laughs> to adapt the book for Scorsese. I, you know what? I blew it. I blew our career, and I'm sorry. And O'Neill th- uh, left I, the book in the comedy store desk and Dean the Nightmare Gelber. No, I threw it in the garbage. Oh, you threw it away. And then she asked what happened, and I said, I don't know. I gave it to Dean. <laughs> and he threw it away. And Dean's like, bro, what are you talking about? Bro, haven't seen it. Yeah, and then she's like, Dean, it's the only copy in existence. I need to get it back. I, it's a precious family. If she was beside herself, she's like, Martin Scorsese's gonna be very angry. Can you imagine Martin Scorsese <laughs> called her up? It's like, hey, Blue Iris, where's that fucking book? I'm but sorry, isn't there Marty. a small part of you, like in the Reno 911 movie, where Nick Swartzen's character made up all these lies that all turned out to be true? That, like, what if Martin Scorsese yeah. wasn't doing it? That's what I, yeah, I said he calls her and he's like, hey, uh, the book, I'm ready to shoot. I need a script. Did you ask that guy who works the phones at the comedy store if he could adapt it? Blue Iris uh, <laughs> had a son named Barton uh, who never blinked. He was a meth addict. Uh, he once tried to bite a comedy store employee's face. He uh, may or may allegedly might suffer from some sort of disease that yeah, was popular in the 80s. Rhymes with blades. Jesus Christ. Allegedly. Allegedly. Uh, Imagine if he sued us. He, uh, well, his father's a lawyer with no teeth. <laughs> they would all come out as a family sometimes before the family broke up and watch Blue Iris perform. And O'Neill and I were sitting in the open mic area and this guy Barton who never blinks on meth, very creepy, stares at us and he's like, isn't she great? <laughs> we're like, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. She's yeah. a talented woman. Unbelievable. <laughs> she got a bright future ahead of her. But then he well, would he, go to Don Barris's <clears throat> Ding Dong show every Monday night in the belly room. And he played the guitar and he'd play crazy songs. But he also became an anti-Semite despite being Jewish. And he would say a lot of bad things about Jews and stare at me without blinking. Yeah. 
very hard. It got uncomfortable. Well, one night he showed up out of his mind, and uh, Freddie Lockhart, comedian. That's the guy who said he tried to bite his face. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's, no, yeah, he's tried to bite him. And Freddie runs in. I'm working the door, and he's like, this guy tried to. And he's, then he opens his mouth and starts charging everybody. We go, holy shit, what do we do? How did you get him out of there? Uh, Don, I think, may have showed up, tried to wrangle him out, but Jesus. he was volatile. She's an explosive personality. Here's a blue iris. His husband, Ron, talks like, you're acting like a real psycho, Barrius. <laughs> we saw him watching blue iris. He was standing, leaning against the wall. And I looked and he was dead asleep. Dead asleep. On his feet. Dead Snoring, asleep. I think. <laughs> and Bart's like, isn't she great? Like, yeah. You're... Her husband was a lawyer and he always wanted to sue. Blue the, Iris the went on show. to uh, to be on the Howard Stern show, oh. where she became an international name. She rode the Sibian, Ugh. which I would have burned that contraption. It feels so good, Howard. She, if you haven't seen her, you just Google her. She she looks like a grandmother, only she got fucked. And, and we, she has a blue wig on. And uh, a friend, well, not a friend, an not acquaintance friend. of ours from the comedy <laughs> store, uh, she, we were talking and then... I think I, I think I may have said, hey, would you blow him? And she's like, of course. And then he went into the bathroom with her. And so I go, there's no way this is happening. So I call up, crawl up the fire escape, and you can look down into the bathroom. And there, if, if the window is open at yeah. a certain angle, which if you it usually pe- is. If you urinate there, feel free to urinate there because no one can see you. Okay. <laughs> and so <laughs> he's getting a blowjob, but yet I see him reaching... She's bent over. We were both watching, unfortunately. And I see him reaching to her backside, trying to pull up her dress. And later I asked what he was doing. He's like, oh, yeah, Ansel is just trying to figure her asshole. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I thought I'd return the favor. We go, you had no problems getting a boner? Yeah, it was hot right away. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. Allegedly, that's how he sounds. Yeah, allegedly. And we were so blown away by what we had seen, no pun intended, yeah. And we said no one's going to believe us because we've told some tall tales over the years here. <coughs> Caused some controversies on purpose, you know, just fucking around. And so we brought over a comic who no one, he would never make this up. And we said, hey, man, can you look in here real quick? We don't know what's going on. And he did. And he was so upset. And with it, us. Uh, it basically put kind of a rift between us for the <laughs> for past <years>. decade. <laughs> Till <laughs> he, now. He still hasn't really gotten over that, what we exposed hey him guys, to. It's me, Blue Iris. Oh, man. And then we watched a porno with her and Ron Jeremy, and Ron Jeremy couldn't get it hard. Ugh. So he just pinched the base of it to squeeze blood into it. And then she was poking the side of her mouth. You could see his dick just spearing the inside <laughs> of her mouth. I thought and her husband was watching behind the corner jerking it. Well, then she was spanking the husband when he was riding a like, tricycle. <laughs> I thought I tried. People, did I get? He was like, I forgot he was on a tricycle. It's the craziest porno ever. And then she goes, I can't have sex with you, Ron. Because I have a seven-pound cyst on my ovaries. And then he goes, okay, okay. I'm going to wrap it up now. He's like, even for me, I'm grossed out. I look like a hedgehog who weighs Dude, 400 pounds. I would chop my dick off if my dick fell into her mouth. Ugh. I would go, I'm done with this. I'm not going to use this dick anymore. We used to see Ron Jeremy all the time when we would deliver groceries. Lived in a nice building. Yeah. With his shitty dented Saturn, allegedly, that he drives. You can't dent those, dude. They're, like, made out of plastic. Well, his is dented. <laughs> uh, speaking of delivering groceries, a quick why update. Uh, I go to sign up to swim just today, literally today. You signed up to swim. Uh, you, oh, yeah, the, the sign-up, yeah. Guess I thought you were, like, joining something. I see a name. 
And it's a man we've delivered groceries to in that area. Should I say the name? Romulus? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God! Oh, Romulus. And his lane is the only oh, one that has God. an opening. No way. So I have to sign up to he swim. He lives next. across the street. I had to swim next to Rami no. the Kami, who's a fucking asshole. I'll get to that in a minute. Oh, my God. So I have my earplugs in. I'm in oh, full gear. Yeah. Guess what? Have you ever felt his hot breath cough into your face? <laughs> oh, he's a piece of shit. Oh, my God. He weighs about... 380 to four bills. Not a tall guy. He he also, he, he, he buzzes jerk. you in, but then he, he only buzzes you into a gate. Then there's another door to get in the building. And Makes he takes, you wait about 20 minutes. Because it takes him 30 to get down there. And he's huffing and puffing for walking <laughs> down the stairs. By the way, I once called him and there's like all these notes on his account. You know, you can see notes when you deliver, you know. Yeah. And it says like, I, I, you know, sometimes you just don't read it. It was a night. I never read it. And so I called him. And then he doesn't answer his phone. Yeah. And so I just kept calling and he went I, oh, crazy. I did he, the same. He goes, what's wrong with you? He did when the he same. When he came down, I go, what? I didn't know. That says it right on the thing. He smells like shit, like B.O. and duty stuck <laughs> in his asshole. And he and he breathes. When, so when you get to the top of the stairs back to his apartment, it's on the second floor and you're paying the bill. His breath is just huffing and puffing onto you. Not to mention his apartment's breath. And then he wants to make small talk. What do you do? I always told him I was in school. uh, I was studying finance. By the way, and he would wear Mork and Mindy rainbow suspenders. His big fat jeans that were up to his tits. And the name Romulus, everything that you... The face that you and body that you picture goes with Romulus. You're dead on with that. So, by the way, the night where I called him a bunch of times, I guess he was really on one that night because he goes, you ruined my night. I'm about to ruin your night. He gave me a zero on the tip. <laughs> he was like, never give a dollar. Instead of the dollar, <laughs> you fuck, fuck. fuck you, Romulus. Dude, he, oh my God. So, every, I would always, I would tell him I was in finance and then he would say, because he goes, are you an actor, a musician, a or ri- a writer? A writer. And I go, I don't want anything to do with this. I go, I'm in school right now studying finance. He goes, got any hot stock tips for me? And yeah. I go, like, dude, I don't fucking shit. said right here. Bend I go, over. I don't know, man. I said, uh, the market's really, vo- I always say the market's really volatile. <laughs> that was your go-to that was always answer. <laughs> you should have bent over, spread your cheeks, and said, look in there. I got a tip. <laughs> There's a tip for you. <laughs> cough. Hey, you see it? Dude, what a piece of shit. Do you, remember what I said after? I said, uh, after we quit, I was like, well, I want to throw eggs at his windows. Just go over there. <laughs> Joey Diaz used to live in that building. <laughs> so, uh. He might know. He's like, oh, that motherfucker Romulus. <laughs> Fuck that, that cocksucker. Fuck that cocksucker. So, uh. So there was another time we had to do if the if our store got anything wrong they would make the, another driver bring something back to do an exchange <laughs> oh, or a drop off. He had a lot of those. Always. So he he would always get Diet Coke 12 packs. So I bring him the fucking 12 pack and it's the kind that's in, you know, in the the cardboard. Yeah. And uh they call and I have to bring another one. They said there's a problem with the 12 pack. I get there. He has an empty this can. It was unopened. It was empty. How could your store do this? I go this comes from it's a from the this comes from a plant. It's in the box. I go, there's no way. This well, you think we're just stirring it in the back in a fucking barrel, loading up cans? And so he's screaming at me. I go, what a, a I don't pack these bags. Two, I don't work at a fucking plant, you idiot. He was such a fucking cunt. So I see Rami in the lane, and he's just sitting there doing nothing. His- you, you should have pissed on him. <laughs> it would have been worth getting fucking banned from the Y. Yeah, fuck, fuck that fucking guy. Dude, I can still feel his hot breath sometimes when I wake up in the middle of the night breathing on me my fucking face. By the way, I was a little grossed out just to get in water that yeah. he was in because he's a disgusting person. I think he went there to just bathe. Probably. 
So he's um, oh sitting against the wall, and he sees me sign up to share his lane. Did he recognize you? No, but he says something to me, and I have earplugs. I can't hear. I have earplugs in. And I yeah. go, what? And he goes, what country are you swimming for? And I go, what? And he asked me, because I was like, what does that even mean? He's like, you know, the Olympics. I go, this one, and pointed at the ground, and I just walked away. And I was like, what the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? What an idiot. And so then I get in, and this guy, he's a wide load. And he's doing... Yeah. Uh, a glorified breaststroke, no, not breaststroke, a doggy paddle, but extending it out almost like he's doing freestyle, but under the water. It's like he's giving knife hand strikes. Yeah, but forward. And spear he's, hands. All that's keeping him up is his extreme buoyancy. And he keeps floating like right over, and he's pushing me hard into the lane line. I'm like, dude, you're taking up the whole fucking lane. So you have to go under the fucking divider and then around every time <laughs> he passes? Like under his fat body. Oh, no, my God. I just had to keep like Dude, I would swim him. in a lane with Romulus. I'd go, I'm done. I'd go, go home. <laughs> I'm not swimming today. I saw the name Romulus. I was like, there's only oh, one fucking Man. Romulus. Yeah, there's only one in existence, literally. This fucking guy. Ugh. What a pretentious piece. Like, that guy had the ego of somebody who had a job and lived in a nice place. He was jobless and lived in a shithole hoarder's paradise. What, uh, what was he, what was, like, where did he get money? I don't, I think he's on disability or something. It's Been just, spending most our lives living on a hoarder's paradise. Dude, why didn't he, why did he live on the second floor and why didn't he get like a pulley system where he could just pull it up through the I window? I mean, you could ask, there's a lot of questions That's, to ask about man, Romulus. I don't know where he you was begin. The, he was, the worst, he was, it would take you so fucking long, he would and, give you no tip and he wanted to make small talk. Yeah, it's like, hey, Rami. I'm not here to fucking socialize with you, you <laughs> piece of shit. You give me 20 bucks, I'll sit here for five minutes and chat with you. <laughs> And there were, there were, it makes us sound like assholes, but he was a dick for one. And there were, that guy was a huge cunt. No, but there were people who were like, who didn't tip well, oh, but yeah, you yeah, would yeah. help them because oh, they yeah, were yeah. nice. Oh, there was old people all the time. Yeah. I would put all their stuff away. I knew I was getting nothing. I would take But I was like, oh, I get it. Like, they need this service. Romulus is just a piece of shit who was too lazy <laughs> to walk down a flight of stairs. I would help old people take their garbage out in for no tip. And you knew it was Oh, I tip. oh, but there were certain people that and you they were always nice. did. And you're like, oh, you're a nice you person. You treat me with respect and I, you know, and ask me kindly. And yeah. I'll do anything. Rami was a doucher. Yeah. If I see him again, I'm going to cannonball on top of his back. You'll <laughs> bounce right off. <laughs> I don't even think I could. Uh, he's, he's built like those uh, balls that you use to sit on your office instead of a chair. <laughs> a Bosu ball, they're called? Uh, yeah, well, that's how his body is built. Do you think I could, if I tried, drag him down to a bottom of a pool? Yeah. Because I'm like, I have muscle where he probably has none. Yeah, you should just... Uh, when you, when you swim by, cuff his leg to your leg and just start swimming to the bottom of the deep end. By the way, he was wearing, uh, like, must have been like a 10X. So they went, like, way down to his <laughs> knees. Uh, swim trunks pulled up, like, near the titties. Like, oh real my long. God. Should have taken a picture of him. In the, <laughs> next was, time, it, take a picture of him in the shower. I want to see his little dinky. <laughs> I want to see it. I want to see that piece of shit naked. <laughs> just to humiliate him. Is Romulus a first name? I've never heard of it. Yeah, because he had a last name. It sounds like a shape. Every time when I go, I remember the first time I went there. Go Romulus. I don't know what to expect on this one. And as soon as it opened, it all clicked. They go, "This is the perfect name." I for think this that guy. building at one point in time had bed bugs in it. <laughs> I'm sure. No, I think he said it or something. I, like, yeah, so. I'm sure they came from his place. Ugh. You know what? I I feel like that guy uses like government checks to pick up hookers that are in the <laughs> that area. Sucks. Just a disgusting slob. That guy's a piece of shit. Let's move on to a guy who's not a piece of shit. This was sent to me by who sent me this? I think a couple people sent it to me, but the originator was old Ronnie. By the way, there was a controversy <laughs> last week. 
not Ron, Ronulus. So Ronnie sent me, this is from BuzzFeed. Uh, this is a bit from Letterman. I never really watched Letterman. I thought he was funny when I did see clips, but yeah. I never really watched it. I never it. really watched any late night talk show. I guess this guy is a famous Canadian that Letterman made famous. His name, Dick Assman. <laughs> and Dick Assman, unfortunately, has passed away. What? Born in 1934, Richard Arthur Assman. Wow. Worked as a mechanic, a gas station attendant, and gas station manager in Regina, Saskatchewan his entire working life. However, he attained a weird kind of notoriety in 95 when a newspaper ad announcing a move to another gas station caught the attention of The Late Show with Letterman. Uh, so they, so Letterman, ass man, who was soon a household name in Canada, was featured in People magazine, even recorded a single, according to a 1995 what? CBC feature about his fame. He was famous for his name? Yeah. Naturally, the soft-spoken gas station attendant also showed up as a guest of honor on Letterman's show once, where he soaked up the attention with good humor. For the record, Assman always pronounced his name as Osman, which is bullshit. It's spelled Assman. That's not Osman. It's spelled A-S-S-M-A-N. He changed it to this. Or this is his this is his name. No, his name is Assman. I mean, Dick Assman. Richard Assman. Dick That's Assman. His, his family. Yes. So Richard, they claim it's Richard Osman. It's not Osman. Assman. It's Assman. I know, but I think they're just trying to make a bad situation better. No, but there are Jews with the name W E I N E R. You can go Wiener or Weiner. Really, no win either way. Yeah. But it's like I hate people I would, who change it. Just go with the Assman, dude. Ride Wiener. that Assman wave. I know, but maybe he's tongue-in-cheek in it. Uh, according to uh, his obituary, Assman died peacefully on August 15th. He was 82 years old. So rest in peace to Dick Assman. Dude, yeah, that's a long life. The By the Ass way, Man. I guess one of their big bits was uh, Letterman did Assmania. <laughs> he said... It's the only way back then you could get away with ass. Here he is. Saying dude. ass. Posing at the gas station in front of a huge dick. Dick Assman is here. <laughs> Here's a sign that says Dick Assman's here. What a society we live in where a guy's name can bring him notoriety and fame. <laughs> dick Assman. So rest in peace to a great Canadian. Dick Assman. Dick Assman. Dick Assman. <laughs> dick Assman. <laughs> what a ridiculous name. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. A life well lived, Dick Assman. <laughs> so I want to get to this story real quick. And Pumping then... gas and plowing chicks. Plowing ass. Plowing ass, man. Pumping gas. Plowing ass and pumping gas. That's why he's the ass man. We, gotta, only... we, only, we don't have much time left. Let me go to this story real quick, and then we'll do a quick UFC uh, roundup. Oh, shit, man. We got it. Yeah. This story, though, I got this, and I knew it had to be released right away. Okay. Sometimes you get a story. You don't want... You don't want uh, Mona Lisa's podcast to break the story first. This is from Barb. Barb's got a good eye lately. She's on fire. It's from the Daily Mail. Barb sent me an email. Somebody had forwarded her. I don't know if you want me to read it or not. No, I don't think so. (laughs) Well, you're going to have to deal with the wrath of Barb then. (laughs) Well, I'll hear from Barb. So uh, it's from Daily Mail uh, UK, a contributor to the show. Classic, classic place to find So news. I saw this story and I knew I had to share it with you immediately. Okay. Because I may have to get the air raid sirens. They have been missing for a while. <laughs> uh, when grieving pensioner Almeida Errol from Sevi Sevierville, Tennessee? Servilville? Sevierville? I don't know. Tennessee went to pay her lat. Last respects at her son's funeral, mm-hmm. the last thing she expected to find was love. Following a whirlwind three-week oh, romance, no. she and Gary Hardwick, now 18, 
uh, who had previously dated a woman of 77. <laughs> this guy's MO. <laughs> tied the knot in a ceremony which he arranged for $200 in six days. <laughs> and now the unlikely pair are sharing Almeida's house with one of her grandsons who is three years older than her new husband. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. What the fuck? So this is like a buddy of his. Here's the woman. Here's the young couple. What? <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. She met him at her son's funeral. She said, I wasn't what looking. What was he doing there? She said, I wasn't looking look- for chicks? I don't know. I wasn't looking for a young man, but Gary just came along, said Almeida, supermarket assistant. I just knew straight away that he was the one. Her happiness at their meeting was in stark contrast to the lonely despair the mother of four had endured after being widowed and then losing her eldest son, Robert, 45, to a seizure. It's kind of it's sad. Wow, that's sad. I'd been married to my first husband, Donald, for 43 years, and so when he died in 2013 after seven months in hospital from complications with diabetes, I found myself on my own. I'd turn up for work at Walmart in tears, and my colleagues would ask me what was wrong. Deep down, I was searching for a soulmate. <laughs> you found it in this guy? Here he is, taking the, uh, the garter off his lady. Oh, my God. This is good. <laughs> uh, you know what, though? I'm happy for this lady, but I don't know what's mentally wrong with this guy. Uh, Almeida was also having to cope with Robert's failing health. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Gary, whose attraction to older women started with a crush on a teacher at the age of eight, said he had also been in turmoil, feeling trapped in an unhealthy relationship with a 77-year-old mother. <laughs> unhealthy relationship. <laughs> Why didn't you just stick it out for nine more months? You probably would have died. Gary, Jesus said, Gary said we were always fighting. I fell into depression and was looking for a way out. Dude, this guy's a commitment phobe. He's going out with people that are already on their way out. That's when Lisa, his aunt, invited him to join her and other mourners for her husband Robert's cremation. Wait. So his aunt. So he's like, hey, you want to go? Uh, you feel down? You're going to go to this funeral with me? Wait, so his aunt is this woman's. Are they related? It seems like they might be. Loosely. Oh, you know what? Her, it's probably the. Married That's in. her son. Yeah. So technically, there is no affiliation. So Almeida said, I noticed this young man with a lovely smile during the service and thought, wow, this is the one. During the Shut service. Up. Dude, who, what 70-year-old looks at an 18-year-old and even thinks, Oh, I, this might even be a possibility. Let's just what was this guy? Did he do the did the V with his fingers? Or was he sticking his tongue through there? Let's mention. Let's say even if that was the case, which would be still weird. This is at her son's funeral. This is insane. <laughs> I first I was happy for, and then I what is this? Is she just doing the blowjob sign to him? Like, how do you look at a guy? I wouldn't look at a fucking eighty year old woman and be like, oh shit, she's giving me the vibe. Uh, this is definitely going down. He said, uh, oh, she said he was on the other side of the church, but I kept looking over at him. What, <laughs> you did you want your son's being eulogized? It was like a bright light through the grief. Oh, my God. Then as I was walking to the door at the end, he came over and passed on his condolences. We didn't have much time. <laughs> my panties just got soaked. <laughs> she said, well, if they could. <laughs> First time in years. She said, we didn't have much time. Oh, because she wet her pants. She but, it, but it was enough. This lady's, this lady's vibing out. Oh, my God. All right. So what? Is, so this guy's given, I want to eat your pussy during the thing. She's sending out blowjob fucking pantomimes. They're hitting it off. They're hitting it off big yeah. time. She, the son, they're, they're giving passionate, Be- beautiful speeches, speeches about him. And, and she's she just like, hear it. I want to suck this guy's dick. She passed, this the, note. Guy's she like, passed the note. Do you like me? Click yes or no. And this guy's like, I just can't wait to see this lady's fucking saggy beef cannons. <laughs> They're not good cannons, dude. They're like beef. Uh, I don't even know what you'd call them. The beef, what? What beach towels? <laughs> <laughs> 
For the next few months. Beef towels. (laughs) Beef towels. For the next few months, she couldn't stop thinking about Gary. Are you kidding me? What is going through your head that you even think you have a shot with this guy? What she didn't realize was that the feeling was mutual. How does this guy? This is unbelievable. (laughs) And as soon as he broke up with his girlfriend. Oh, he he broke up with his girl, the 70-some-year-old? He raced around to Lisa's, his aunt, to confess his love for Almeida. What did the aunt say? It was an instant thing for me, too, said Gary. She had the most gorgeous, sparkling blue eyes. What? When I told Lisa that I liked Almeida, she said that she... I go, what are you... You go, hey, by the way, I really like that. What are you, in high school? This lady's a he's fucking... He is in high school. She's he's She's fucking... Yeah. She, what are you... Hey, you know who I like? Yeah, that 80-year-old lady whose son died. Dude, he's 18. He's in high school. Are you fucking kidding me? He what said, did his parents say? He said, I liked Almeida. She said that she liked me too. Oh, well she goes, oh, I like, hey, Almeida, do you like anyone? Do you like anyone in high school? <laughs> you see anyone uh, in your nursing Maybe. <laughs> Who is it? Uh, you. Hey, Almeida, you dating anyone at the VFW? Hey, why isn't Brandon Dassey get her <laughs> after this guy? He ought to hit it. So the aunt said, I can hook you up with this lady. Scotty Maples would be disappointed in this guy. I think this could be the weirdest part of this whole story, which is saying a lot. Soon after, Lisa, this guy's aunt, and this woman's daughter-in-law, I believe, yeah, asked them both along to a family meal at the nearby Chuck E. Cheese restaurant Oh my God! for her daughter Evelyn's ninth birthday. Dude, no. <laughs> this is the first thing. So they fuck <laughs> at Chuck E. Cheese for the first time during a nine-year-old's birth. Do they ever do anything that's outside family functions? <laughs> I don't know. What the fuck? This is fucking incest. <laughs> Sitting next to each other. Did it take long for the old spark? What are you, you even talk about with a kid who's 18? Like, hey, you like... Uh, what do they have in common? What How could they possibly you. have Look in common? Look at them at this bar having a good time. That's insane. That's insta- That's Chuck E. Cheese, I think. <laughs> I don't know. That's a, that's a that nice... That guy, the weird thing is, that guy could get regular women... She said uh, he was just as I remembered. That smile, those good looks. <laughs> what did you think was going to happen? He loses his arm in a crash. We were both too nervous to eat, and at one point he fell over his chair. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up, smooth operator. This 80-year-old woman's really making Dude, him nervous. I can't believe... First of all, what is this 80-year-old woman thinking? And what is... I, I can't wrap my head around either of them. Here they are, Frenching again. No, I don't want to see them. Oh, that's disgusting. <laughs> it's like someone's making out with their grandmother. It's, I mean, more power to her, no, but it, it's, no, it I would be equally as disgusted if it was a young woman, an old man. I don't condone any of this behavior. <laughs> she, she said we spent hours talking about everything and found we had so much in common. Yeah, like- you have nothing in common. <laughs> you fucking idiot. You have nothing in common. She's 60 years older than How you. How dare you? Like their love of country music and Italian foods. <laughs> These people are simpletons. Hey, if you have something in common with an 18-year-old and you're fucking 70, you have led a shitty life. By the way, hold on. Here's some audio footage. Do you like the band? Do you like Willie Nelson? I don't know. It's <laughs> <laughs> a by the way, Gary just wrote a book about his life no. experiences called This Is Who I Am. If someone wants to buy it for us, we will yeah, read it. We'll put it on our pile because we got Barbara's. Uh, are you kidding me? But there was one. What is this asshole writing a book? Fuck you, dude. Oh, I'll read it. Yeah. No, I will read it, but I'm still saying fuck you. Oh, he is. This guy's an idiot. Yeah, he's a fucking weirdo. Wait, what a self-entitled cunt. He's like, <laughs> I'm writing a book. I'm 18. What the fuck do you have to talk about? Dating fucking... How cool it is to fuck oh a woman who can't God. get pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> I wear condoms for the rest of my life. 
so that, for and, that. And you're a guy who hates that. Yeah. So she said, uh, there's still one question Almeida needed to ask. What is that question? She recalled, I just came out with it and said to him, look, I'm 71 and you're 17, which is a dyslexic's dream, by the way. 71 and 17? Just this guy wasn't even 18. You lied to me. <laughs> this guy wasn't even 18. She said, am I too old for you? Ah, you, you know you're too old for him. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He squeezed my hand, grinned, and replied, age is just a number. He said, your, your pussy's not too old for this dick. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Are you kidding me? That night. Age is just a number? That's a classic pedophile line. <laughs> but, but it's reversed. Yeah. I know. I think there should be, I think this this is predatory behavior on his part, think too. think he was molested by that teacher. <laughs> yeah, he was molested by a 90-year-old woman. <laughs> He used to jerk off to the uh, "Where's the Beef" commercial. For what if Burger he was? King? I bet he was visiting like a grandparent in a nursing home, and some old lady grabbed him and said, "Are you my husband? Eat my pussy!" And he loved it. Yeah, <laughs> get over here! I want to suck your dick. So that night, uh, after returning to Lisa's with the others, Gary surprised her with red roses and a bracelet. A bracelet for her birthday. Wait, what? Hey, mom, can I borrow some money? I want to buy my girlfriend a bracelet. She's seventy-one years old. Oh, that's okay. She was, yeah, she used to be a substitute teacher. She said she had you. With Come class. on the lawn, Gary. <laughs> Gary, you piece of shit. Then they shared their first tender kiss under the moonlight outside oh, on a bench. Jesus, it made me feel like a teenager again. Smiled Almeida. I mean, okay, good. I'm glad for that. <laughs> From then on, they started seeing each other every night. It got the blessing of most friends and family, including <laughs> Gary's mom, Tammy, 48, and his grandmother, Carolyn, 71, the same age as Almeida. <laughs> they went to middle school together. Oh, my God. What family would say that's cool? I'm going to throw up. I'm going to throw up. <laughs> to make it out. They look so weird together. Oh, it's my crazy. God. I just. Oh. Look, look at this guy, dude. This guy could fuck. This He's yeah, got tats on this, his guy's chest. A, this guy's like a young Scotty Maples. Yeah. <laughs> Are you kidding me? This is crazy. This guy's gonna regret this. But this not- guy's gonna regret this. You could be having sex with women your own age, beautiful women you have a lot of fun with, and like you can relate to on a level. But you are going out with seventy-one-year-olds. There's not plenty a- of time to date seventy-one-year-olds. Not everyone approved. Uh, some family members thought it was sick and threw up. <laughs> said Gary was far too young for me, and that I must be crazy. Said Almeida. I told him I wasn't crazy, <laughs> and that we loved each other. How do you lo- no? Oh, two weeks God. after the first date, she had no hesitation in accepting Gary when he proposed on the phone. <laughs> You think, you think the dad was like, Gary, get off the phone. I got to gotta make up, a phone call. Shut up, dad. Try to propose to my girlfriend, dad. She's 71. <laughs> she doesn't have a lot of time left. <laughs> my God. Six days later. You're done proposing to your girlfriend. God damn it. I got to call Bill. This <laughs> is so Six days later, after Gary arranged everything, this is budget. Insane. So uh, this is so all this took place in what amount of time? Two weeks? It sounds like it. Almeida wore a dress uh, bar from his cousin as they married in the gardens outside of an olive garden. I mean, <laughs> dude, I would have thrown eggs if I knew if this was nearby. Oh, a garden outside of Lisa's place where they had that first wow. passionate kiss. <laughs> this is crazy. I wonder if they'll have kids. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Later on their wedding night, they had sex for the first time. <laughs> oh my God. And how was it? Gary said it was wonderful beyond my wildest dreams. She really is my dream woman, and the physical side of our relationship couldn't be better. 
She said it was the best ever. I'd never Wait, had a connection. Hey, fuck like you. It. you! What about your husband for forty some years? You're gonna say this young buck could fuck better than that guy? <laughs> Since their wedding in October, Gary's had their names tattooed across oh, his chest. Oh, that was what that picture was. The couple are now living in Almeida's five bedroom house with her daughter, who's forty, and children, Aaron, twenty one, in Indiana, sixteen. What, dude? Disgracing the name of my favorite state. Gary also has started working in another Walmart store, but is applying for a transfer to Almeida's. <laughs> So they can be together all the time. He's scared that the, the, some of those fucking old geezers over Dude, there are going to be hit. I on mean, her. here's the thing: she doesn't even have money to like give anybody. No, not so this guy's in it for just the fuck the he, sport of it. He said Almeida's so young at heart that age never bothers us. Oh, we never God. really think Shut about it. Shut the fuck up! I just know the guy. You don't think about it. You don't think when you see some hot young eighteen year old girl walk by, you you think that that's the same as seventy one year old. Dude, his ex was seventy seven, so oh, he clearly this is yeah, this is a young one yeah, for him. He's like, look at these tits are so perky. Jesus, not like that seventy seven year old. <laughs> these things aren't even sagging below your pussy. Hey, Gary, what do you like? The baggy pussy? You gotta trip over it. <laughs> hey, look at those ass bags. He said, uh, "God answered. He knows God answered his prayers." That day when she walked no, into my No, God, life. there is no God because you people exist. That's how I know that God does not exist because these people are fucking and one's 18 and one's 71. They let Almeida close the story with the ultimate line of pedophilia I've ever heard. The one thing I've learned, by the way, it's spelled L-E-A-R-N-T. Of course. I don't know the, that's how the, she's... the proper way to spell it. The one thing I've learned is that when you truly love somebody, it really doesn't matter what anyone else thinks. What if they're underage? Mm, yeah. That seems mm. to be a problem. You sound like uh, there's a lot of perverts out there. <laughs> so good luck to Almeida and Gary. Uh, uh, we here, here's what I think of their relationship. <laughs> okay. Oh, sorry, I dropped the mic. Uh, I think it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> good luck to you all. Oh, by the <laughs> I'll, way. I'll see you all in hell while we're burning together. I have two more things to do. Sorry, I lied. I Dude, we got to hurry up. I know. We're way over. So I got, uh, due to this recent Olympic scandal, we discussed it, uh, Ryan Lochte. Yeah. I would just like to read a quick statement on behalf of all swimmers out there in the world. Okay. As the voice of amateur swimming in America, I felt that it was my responsibility it's, to address the American can swimming you, can scandal. Can I put something in there? Yeah. As the self-appointed voice of How amateur swimming. I was, I was elected. Romulus voted for me today. Yeah, you, that guy's vote doesn't count. <laughs> he can't even vote. He's a convicted felon. <laughs> I felt that it was my responsibility to address the American swimming scandal at the Olympics in Rio. I would like to extend my deepest apologies and thoughts and prayers to the Brazilian leaders, people, and that poor, innocent gas station floor that those irresponsible men pissed on. I could only hope that no Brazilian Slim Jims or Slurpees were affected by this international incident. I would like people to know that swimmers are potty trained and that these men do not speak or act for all of us. We barely even urinate in pools. We occasionally fart while swimming but try to keep it to a minimum. I'm so hurt over what these men did and feel that they should serve life in prison or get the death penalty for their reckless and callous behavior. They could only behave like responsible and exemplary athletes like Kobe Bryant, Ray Lewis, Greg Hardy, Ray Rice, Johnny Menzel, O.J. Simpson, and Mike Tyson. The world would be a lot better place. Or if they could model their lives of the paragons of honesty and integrity who are politicians and work on Wall Street. I hope we can all find a way to move on past this. One can only hope. Yours in YMCA pool dominance, the Danish. Very moving. Thank you. I'd like to release a statement also. Okay, go ahead. Everyone involved in that story is a bunch of cunts. <laughs> including <laughs> Brazil, this fucking <laughs> locky, 
You're all wasted your fucking time over something so goddamn stupid. So go fuck yourselves. How dare you? The committee's gonna punish him, dude. Yeah, go. You know what? Fuck all you. Fuck your. Fuck the committee. The committee's a bunch of fucking. They use slave labor to build the goddamn villages. It's all a bunch of fucking bullshit. I saw a couple and points. May, may all of you burn in hell that are involved in all of this. I saw a couple points online. If they're like, if only the Brazilian cops investigated every crime in that area. Yeah. You know, such people a vengeance. died during the live. Oh, people were getting shot all the time over there. Dude, guy pissed on the floor and then he lied about it. Fuck you, and then fuck the people that are making a big deal out of it. Fuck Move all on. of them. Yeah, it doesn't. I tell you what, the good name of Brazil hasn't been besmirched. It's one of the most dangerous places in the goddamn world. Plus, they did a horseshit job hosting the Olympics, and it's, yeah. It, yeah, this guy made it worse. But yeah, you didn't do a good job to begin with. It didn't make you know. So what, all parties involved, you're all cunts. You're all in the whipping post. <laughs> Everyone, the whole Everyone. Olympics as a whole. Yeah, fuck. You're gonna fuck whip the, the rings. Yeah, I'm whipping them all. <laughs> I'm going to whip him with your medals. You're going to whip, whip, whip you with the bronze. Will you whip? Jesus, you're going to be whipping people with the medals? Yeah, with the medals. Jesus. You're going to get whipped by the medal. <laughs> the bronze. I ain't giving you any, I give you any top two finishers. <laughs> and I also saw, I don't want to make this into a political thing, but on Twitter, people are really going crazy over the white privilege of these athletes. Uh, which is odd because all those athletes I just mentioned, A, most of them were black. Two, did you go to high school? I don't know if you went with white, black, Hispanic. If you were good at sports, you got a lot of free fucking yeah, passes on behavior. Let's not bring race into It's this. not race. These guys are just a bunch of fucking Entitled athletes. They're a bunch of fucking assholes. But with the NBA guys who went to that fucking strip club, you know, it's all a bunch of fucking assholes. It's sex with sex slaves. Yeah, it's a bunch of fucking horse shit. The whole thing's a bunch of horse shit. Fuck Anyhow. you guys. I'll be soon living off the grid. <laughs> and then everyone involved in that scandal can suck my dick. You'll be a guy off the grid doing a podcast. Yeah. If you love to truck in, you better know the secret knock of my bunker. You'll be via satellite. I'll tell you where all the booby traps are. There'll be legit booby traps. <laughs> I step on boobies? Yeah. Some women will run out and smother you with their titties. <laughs> So let's get to UFC 202. Uh, there were really three fights that mattered in the long scheme of things. Well, one other one, Cody Garbrandt. Cerrone whipped. looked great. Donnie Cerrone We knew he whipped. was going to win story. I don't, know why, I don't even know why he was fighting Rick Story, to be honest with you. Yeah. He just likes He's, to fight, Donnie. Yeah. Uh, and then fucking, what's his name? Rumble Johnson. Anthony Rumble Johnson. I can't wait for him. I love I can't, I love Cormier and I love him. I think it's gonna be a good fight. I think Rumble will win, and I can't wait for Rumble to destroy John Jones. Dude, Rumble's hands are so yeah. fucking heavy. Dude, John Jones has been out of the game so long. He comes back to fight Rumble. Good luck, buddy. Good lot, fucking luck. A lot of people compare Rumble's hands to that Almeida woman's breast because they're just so heavy <laughs> and uh, cause so much damage. Dude, the old, my only concern is that Rumble, uh, the gas tank on a five rounder. Yeah, but I think he's he gotten older, and he, I think he knows how to Cormier, space it though. out a little bit. Okay, yeah, maybe. I hope. We'll see. Or hopefully he finishes it early. I think he'll destroy Johnson. I think he's going to be... And then uh, uh, the John, fight we were Jones. waiting for, and we were nervous for, Nate Diaz versus Connie Mack. That was such an emotional roller coaster ride for me watching that. Nate Diaz started so bad. The first two rounds, he just looked awful. He he's was slow, though. He was he's getting, a slow starter. He was getting knocked down. Which he is always, unlike, like, you got to make him bleed, and then he really starts to start up. He's like a, a woman's vagina. You know, a lot of people were outraged. For me, it could have gone, if you had said Diaz won, I would have been with it. If you said McGregor won, I'm with it. If you said it was a draw, it doesn't matter. Like, that, that was anybody's fight. It was close. I think uh, when you see a the damage on Diaz's face and Connie Mack is untouched, it's hard to give My it to thing him. is... Uh, the damage Diaz, is negated by him running. 
I agree. McGregor running. Connie Mack had his hands on his hips many times, and he was also running around the outside of the octagon, and Diaz was pointing and laughing yeah. at him. Uh, a guy, be- uh, one judge did deduct. Uh, did you see the scorecards? One one judge gave, uh, I think it was the third round, a 10-8. Just because of the running. Because of the running. The second round was the most controversial. I think it could have gone either way on that one. I think it was close. Uh, and then after the fight, Nate Diaz said uh, he was injured, didn't want to make excuses, and then he did. <laughs> he made a ton. Uh, it turns out, I guess, he had hurt his knee, and then he said he couldn't do jujitsu, so he was only boxing. But he didn't even utilize jujitsu in that fight. And then he got anyway. hit in the ribs, and he said he couldn't box anymore or run. But only for two weeks before the fight. Yeah. But, I mean. I guess it could, yeah. So uh, so he said, they said, who do you want to fight? And he said, uh, fucking, I ain't fucking, uh, I'm in no rush, dog. Fucking, if they want to do this right away, this third fight, dog. Other than that, I, ain't, I don't got to do nothing. And why would he? He got $2 million and McGregor got three, and that's before they split up pay-per-view percentages. And then uh, during the press conference, uh, Ariel Helwani asked uh, what Nate was smoking. He was smoking a vape pen. And uh, he was smoking what's called a CBD vape pen. Uh, I'll tell you what that is because I have no idea what that is. I'm going to look it up here on the My biggest problem with the Conor McGregor is like the king's back. Look, dude, you barely beat a guy that whipped your ass last time. Don't act so fucking cocky. You also haven't defended your title. You have no cardio, which somebody was arguing. I hate when people say they don't have cardio. You try going in there. Well, guess what? I don't get paid to go in there to fucking fight. It, that is completely irrelevant to the matter. He's a goddamn professional fighter. He should be in shape and able to go five rounds when you're paid ton of money to do it. He actually said, surprise, surprise, the king is back, motherfuckers. Fuck him. King. By the way, Donnie Cerrone in his press conference said, the king is back. I was rooting for Nate backstage hard, man, because I don't want to hear this guy talk. Now I got to listen to him. The king is back. He goes, you fucking kidding me? He's not the king of anything. That's what Cerrone said. Cerrone does not like him. Yeah. He's a fucking, he's a paper champion, dude. He's a blowhard. And uh, CBD oil is the concentrated form of cannabidiol in a liquid form. Which is heated and inhaled through an e-cigarette. That's what all the people smoke the e-cigarettes through. So it's be cannabidiol, bidiol. I don't whatever know what that is. Can- uh, can- cannabinoids, isn't that something? Yeah, the avoid the noid. Yeah, remember that movement. Yep. Uh, so we have a quick a quick call, and then we'll get out of here. We have Nick and Nate Diaz on the line from the two hundred nine, talking to Mister two one nine Ryan O'Neill <laughs> in the Danish. I have no numbers in yeah. front of my name. Uh, Nick, let's start with you. You were banned from uh, entering the fight because you owe a hundred thousand dollars still on the fines. Yeah, I mean, dog, that's a fucking technicality right there, dog. Are you, you know, do you plan on paying those? I mean, dog. I mean, it. Like I said, it's a technicality, and uh, yeah, probably fucking not. I mean, you know, these motherfuckers. I was gonna pay it, but then they fucking called me and said they need to fucking test me. It was fucking five a.m. I was trying to get some fucking sleep. Where did you end up watching the fights, or did you watch the fights? I uh, dog, I had I had to work that night. I fucking uh, I go out to the clubs and fucking take my shirt off, and they give me like ten grand to do that shit. So I couldn't fucking make it to the fight. I mean, I I was pretty confident that Nate would beat him, and he did. And I fucking I'm real happy for him. By the way, a question for Nate: uh, You were destroyed <laughs> via leg kicks. Is that just something you don't believe in checking the leg kicks to prevent the damage? Because yeah, your your team fighter Seems Chris like, Avila. Yeah, everybody in your camp doesn't check leg kicks. Chris Avila was also picked apart by leg kicks by a member of Connie Mack's team, and he lost the fight as well. 
Fucking dog, fucking le- you check a fucking leg kick, you're fucking showing your pussy, dog. You fucking absorb the fucking pain, dog. Fucking Connie Mack, fucking I think broke his shin over my fucking leg, dog. He went to the hospital. I went to the fucking after party, dog. Well, I've, but you also took forty leg kicks and you could barely move. Well, fucking, you know, I'm not into dancing. Fucking, you know, fucking lean back like Fat Joe says. You don't gonna fucking so, dance out there, dog. So do you also just take punches to the face? Fucking Hey sometimes. dog You know what Fuck you guys man You well, yeah, you had call in You fucking ask these Fucking bullshit questions I mean fuck you guys Wow Nick Diaz Coming to his brother's Yeah defense. man You fucking This guy's He beat Connie Mack Two for two They're gonna fight a third time He'll beat him probably Three fucking times in a row And it's fucking cool Nick what happened A lot of people Have seen it online now And uh, when it happened There was a water bottle dispute During uh, one of the press conferences Where members of your team Allegedly The scrap pack As you're called The 209ers Threw a water bottle at Connie Mack and his entourage, and then Connie Mack started letting loose. Uh, what, what's your take on all that? I fucking walked into the fucking press conference, and I see my fucking brother up there, and I was like, hey, dog, we got to fucking go. Somebody's paying us 50 bucks to take our shirts off in the parking lot and dance while they blast their fucking radio. And I was like, you know, we don't want to miss out on this fucking lucrative opportunity. And then as we were walking, dog, I was fucking... You know, I saw a fucking water bottle and I said, I took a sip of it and I tasted like someone had maybe drugged me like they did in that fucking GSP fight. So I fucking threw it to get away from me. And uh, I fucking hit Conor McGregor thought I was throwing it at him, but I was just trying to get some roofie water away from me, dog. Were you try- were you aiming for a trash barrel, I heard? Yeah, dog. There was a trash barrel over there and I was fucking, it was far away. I, don't, I, I, I blame the UFC for fucking not putting more trash cans at press conferences for this whole fucking debacle, dog. And uh, Nate, do you have any comment on, on that whole situation? Uh, Nick's the fucking man, dog. But, it, well, look. Yeah, dog. I mean, dog, look, man, we're business people. Someone pays us to take our shirt off dance in the fucking parking lot. I mean, dog, we make more money doing that than we do fucking fighting. I heard a little girl from the uh, oddly named Nick Diaz Academy, which is actually owned and run by Nate, uh, was hit. Uh, in yeah, the, dog. In the crossfire. Yeah, she, dog. Lindsay. She's fucking. She's recovering, though, dog. And I mean, but you know what? I mean, she's a tough kid because uh, she spars with Andre Ward and a lot of those pro boxers, and wow. like they, nobody's knocked her out yet. Well, one. Yeah, she got knocked out like one time, but yeah, she was young then. Fucking. By the way, the guy who hurt my fucking rib was ranked fucking like uh, third in the world. Fucking boxer. Fucking hit me right in the fucking ribs, dog. And fucking. That's just show, dog. Fucking Nate is. He's ranked in the world for fucking boxing too, dog. I'm fucking also ranked fucking lawn bowling. Fucking a lot of people don't know that shit. Fucking Stockton big 209 lawn bowling fucking community and shit. It's how we fucking roll, dog. I mean, look. You want to fucking sue us? Go ahead, dog. I mean, I ain't paying that fine. I ain't paying no fucking legal bills either, dog. Nick, do you have any plans to fight? And if so, who do you want? I mean, yeah, dog. I want to get back in there, but I want to fight. You know, I don't want people making a name off my name. So, you know, I don't want to fight fucking Tyrone Woodley. He's just going to fucking try to make a name off my name. So you won't fight for the belt. I mean, I want to fight, dog. I want to fight soon. But, you know, I don't want to fight anybody that's just using me to make a fucking name off of my name, dog. Will you fight GSP? I mean, dog, well, I already fucking beat that dude. What, do I go fight him again? He actually beat you, but... Dog, why don't you go to fucking Stockton and ask who fucking won the GSP versus fucking Diaz fight, dog? I heard you get a different answer. I'll guarantee you that. All right, I'll ask Jerry McFly, see what he says about it. Go ahead, dog. I mean, I don't, that dude from Back to the Future... 
By the way, this is for O'Neill. Uh, sorry, guys. Hold on one second. <laughs> sorry, uh, I, I, took a ba- I went to the bathroom. Those guys were driving me crazy. Yeah. So Jerry McFly uh, asked for our shirt sizes. I told oh. him you like a medium. I prefer I, a large. Yeah, I like, I like, a, like an autistic kid size. You I mean, like but a, here's the thing. You like a medium. Is the, but I am getting bigger. I weigh in like 190 now. Jesus, so. dude, you're going to light heavyweight. Yeah, so maybe a large. Just depends how long it is. Can you send me photos of the difference between the two sizes? He said next time he's at Kmart, he's going to pick yeah. us up some stocked and t-shirts. How about this? Jerry, send me your measurements, and then you try it on. If it's too tight, <laughs> I'll have to go with the large. Diaz Brothers, how does the sizing work at the Kmart, uh, the Stockton Kmart? Fucking, you should see some of the fucking parking lot fucking fight footage, dog, we got from Kmart. Dog. You think Whole Foods is fucking yeah. bringing it? Kmart, these guys are fucking throwing combos. and f- I saw a fucking guy do a, a jumping triangle, dog, on top of the fucking mechanical horse out there, dog. Dog, Whole Foods is a bunch of rich kids. These fucking Kmart kids, dog, they're fighting for the love of the fucking parking lot fighting, man. That's it, dog. They show up there to fight. They don't just fucking show up there to collect fucking free salad bar food and shit. They fucking are there to roll. I fucking was, if you go up a fucking escalator in Stockton and you can get in a fight with a guy coming down the other fucking side dog and just have to keep going up and down yeah. until one guy fucking gets killed. I mean, if you're quick, you can get two fucking punches off and then, you know, you got to wait for the fucking ride to end. It depends who's coming up, who's going down, who's got the fucking leverage and shit, who's fucking... Dog, an- another popular fucking fight is, and it's coming up, is fucking waiting in line for Santa fights. I mean, those are fucking huge too, dog. Two, you know, you get fucking people show up there, they fight in the fucking line. I saw two fucking mom fight, each had a fucking infant in their strong arm, dog, and they were both fucking fighting lefty. Yeah, dog. It was it was the baby Bjorn fighting league, dog. Fucking, you gotta watch no punch to the body. Don't be a fucking maniac. No, dog. You can hit the sides, dog, around That's the fucking fuck. baby. You can, you can fucking, if you want to, you can hook shot that titty and maybe get some milk to come out, but dog, you ain't fucking hitting in the stomach. You can go fucking tie plumb, but you better fucking keep that baby pure, dog. That's one thing we don't tolerate in the 209 disrespect to the baby yeah dog dog here's the thing about that hundred thousand all my money's on a fucking pontoon in international waters and here's what happened just uh, floating there yeah dog i wow. uh, i told fucking gill's old man to fucking put an anchor in he didn't a storm came around and now i'm fucking hunting down my money dog it kind of drifted away so if anybody dog if anybody sees six hundred twenty eight thousand nine hundred twenty eight dollars and sixty four cents wash up on shore on a pontoon dog that's fucking mine I'm sure they'll, they'll give it back to you. A lot of people are honest. That's cool. I like your optimism, dog. Thanks, man. I'm you, just a little worried about that. You guys should consider going on 60 Days In Season 3 if they have it. Just a suggestion. 60 Days In, dog? What is that? Is that a new clothing store? I'd yeah. love to be sponsored by them. Yeah, it's uh, fucking... We got a cl- I got a clothing line fucking called Represent, dog. You can represent anything you want. You can represent the fucking weenie wagon from uh, fucking Guy Fieri if you want. Or fucking that dog, dog, probably one of my favorite comedians in the world. Fucking Guy Fieri, dog. He's we hung out with him. Funny he, man. He's from fucking our neck of the woods, dog. We've seen him out in fucking Lodi and shit. Dog, he's got some of the most fucking classic lines I ever heard in my fucking life. I saw him in fucking Visalia one night, dog. Went to a fucking open mic, fucking karaoke night and shit. Fucking I sang Slayer. Oh yeah, I saw him eat a fucking corn dog once, and he's like, "That shit's fucking money." And I was like, "Dog, that is fucking." That's really what got us thinking about money. It's hanging out with Guy Fieri, dog. He just talked, everything's money. And we're like, yeah, dog, everything should be fucking money. Jesus. The Diaz brothers, interesting, captivating, articulate as ever. Thank you for coming on, Danish and O'Neill. Yeah, man. I mean, you know, you f- fuck you guys, you know? 
Well, we appreciate that. Uh, we're not going to say it back because we feel yeah, you. That's and uh, fucking, you know, I'll fight fucking Connie Mack fucking next week. I'll fight him tomorrow. I'll well, fight him in the well, year. Wait, you have an injured rib and a bad knee. Fuck, well, fucking no excuses, but I am fucking really injured right now, dog. <laughs> okay, but so you maybe should wait a few more weeks. I'll fight him in fucking 13 seconds. Is he fucking 13, dog? What, you don't speak the King's English, dog? I, th- I heard that the UFC wants to hold, they're trying to hold a fight in the Whole Foods parking lot. Yeah, that's but cool, But they dog. can't get it sanctioned. Yeah, you hear me say, oh, you just got socked up, dog. <laughs> well... Thanks, guys. Thanks a lot, guys. What a way to wow. end the show. Uh, it was yeah, as we said, rooting for Nate Diaz hard. Sad to see. I him was lose. literally hard, and then it, yeah. I got soft, and they got hard again, and then I got soft. You uh, said during the fight that you had an asshole orgasm. Yeah, I did. <laughs> an anal orgasm. An anal orgasm. Uh, yeah, it was a good fight. It was a good showing. I don't think he. Uh, I don't think either guy really lost any stock. Connie good, Mack yeah. for me. And I've said this to people. Some people disagree. I don't think he's what he's been made out to be. I really don't. No, not at all. He looked good for two rounds, but Dude, I mean. who's he fought? Okay, he did knock out Aldo. Aldo, though, was on a 10-year win streak. He was getting sloppy. Coming off an injury. And then you Upset. have. Upset. He got And then he head. got whipped by Diaz. If you rewatch the fight, yeah, the first round wasn't. Uh, it, was, it was more even than you remember. And then he whips him in the second. Decisively finishes him. Then we go to a fucking majority decision but not even a fucking unanimous decision so don't go around being like oh the king is back the king was never showed up he was never here he's nowhere to go back to you're not the fucking king you're the king of bullshit and your bullshit's wearing thin and your fucking your shelf life is starting you're getting ready to expire my friend not i mean as much as we like nate diaz and support him with the 209 let's be honest but he's not fucking The, he's not the best fighter Dude, ever. He really is. He's ranked four now. Before that, he was ranked like thirteenth at some. And rankings. he's lost to a lot of guys. Yeah, he's never. He's never. He's not champion level material. He's a great and exciting fighter, but he's not a champ. Dude, if you gave Connie Mack to GSP, oh my god, it would be trouble for Robbie Mack. Lawler. Tyrone Woodley? Uh, I would treat him like a dinosaur and Whoa, I, would, uh, I would bury him like a fossil. GSP was actually in the room the whole time playing with some dinosaurs. I was playing with my toys in the bathtub and uh, the Danish's bathtub over here and uh, <laughs> I just got out. Oh, I didn't even... I went in there to piss, but the curtain was drawn. By the way, does this household have any uh, computer spray or kitty litter? I'm feeling uh, Jones coming on. Oh, okay. Oh, man, oh, Jesus Christ. George, we don't even want to talk to you man. if you're going to go on like this. Uh, but George, for, uh, for $30, I could sell you some. I'll that, go into the store and buy it for you. What is the brand? I have, there certain, I have certain brands I won't do. They are too cheap for uh, me. Topico makes a really good brand. Is that Hispanic? Yeah. Sounds good. Is it made in Tijuana? <laughs> I think it's made in uh, another area, Baja. That sounds very nice. Uh, what is the uh, the finish like when you inhale it? <laughs> it's it's clean, and it's rich. Have you ever heard of Chemtronics ES ten twenty? Oh, yes. Stay away from that stuff. It's very good if you mix it with red wine. That's because you've never... You know what you need to do? The the European stuff is the best. Have you ever tried end dust? No, I haven't. Oh, it's very nice. It, uh, I recommend it for like a nice fall day. Mix it with a uh, pate. With a pate? Very nice. Interesting. I like Air Duster. E- Eco One is very nice. Oh, okay. Seems like you don't have one that you dislike. Don't ever do the original duster. It's cheap and uh, gives you a headache. It leaves you feeling like a... Oh, a- little- 
There's a, there's a little bit of a hangover, a, a pure spray a, hangover. Bit of on, if you've ever done APT blowout air duster, it's very smooth. It's like that great goose that. of the dust world. Okay, I'll have to try I see. I, here's my thing. I'm big into spray paint. That is cheap. That's a street drug. It's a, I think of that as a piece of shit thing to do. <laughs> well, I'm old school. I, you know what? In Canada, I didn't know you guys were so highfalutin. Have you ever done power duster? Yes, I have. If you stick it as a long, uh, you know, like the long pencil style yeah. nozzle, if you stick it into your anus and goes right to the oh. blood system, it's unbelievable. I, a lot of kids are doing that in high school. It's I, unfortunate. You should at least start in middle school if you're going to do it seriously. Do you know what I used to do is stick it in my dick hole and I would spray it. That sounds uh, very erotic. I might try it tonight. Yeah, it's so- you mix sounding with computer spray. This sound, this is sounding like a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> well, JSP's back in the tub. Well, well, he went back. He just grabbed the can. O'Neill sold him for $30. I yeah. hope it was worth it, dude. You're hurting the guy's career. You know what? That guy shouldn't come back anyway. That's, his time is over. It's The game has passed him up. You ever wonder where, cousin, crowd. Luke, you ever wonder where cousin Luke's up to? I, uh, you know, I have his phone number. I should call him one of these days. Maybe yeah. we can get him on the show. Because last I heard, we lost his landscaping business. He was heavily addicted to all those drugs, and uh, he had a newborn baby, and his wife took the baby and left him. Oh, man. So, thanks a lot, GSP. Oh, boy. All right, uh, let's get the shit out of here. <clears throat> Thank you guys for listening. As usual, subscribe to our YouTube channel, The Danish and O'Neill. We have three uh, episodes of Danish and O'Neill yeah, up there. I, I noticed something funny about the numbers. What's that? We have a lot of people listen to the podcast but we don't have that many people watching the videos. Wow! So some of you. So I don't know why. I don't know what's happening. I don't understand it. We might be stopping by some houses if you're not <laughs> watching. Uh, subscribe to this podcast. It helps us out. Leave a text review and five stars up there, and we'll uh, come over and spank your titties for a while. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. Well, you can go over. Yeah, I'll, I'll wait in the car. Yeah, that's cool. I'll drive. That's cool. You do the spanking. So it's episode 57. I've been the Danish. And this is O'Neill. 209, we'll be back. It's down, but it's not out. 219 for life, motherfuckers. Connie Mack won the battle. The Diaz family will win the war. <laughs> I, think they, I think the Diaz won that fight. Pontoon, Pontoon Tang and Cash. <laughs> New movie. All right. Bye-bye.